Hey Marvel Maniacs, welcome to another exciting episode of Guardians of the MCU. This is episode number 246. We're recording this on April 25th, 2022. Just a reminder, Guardians of the MCU is part of the Ram Cheddar Network. Please do check us out at randomchatter.com for information on all of our shows, membership through Patreon, access to, to the Escape Hatch Discord channel, and show merchandise from Public. I couldn't quite get through that one without stumbling over my lips and mouth and tongue and whatever. Uh, I'm Tim. Joining me tonight, two of the three other hosts, Lizzie and John. Hi, Lizzie and John. Hello. Timothy. Jonathan. Elizabeth. I was going to say, are we using formal names today? Apparently. You know, I only put your names in front of Stouffer. This is true. It's everybody's full name. John Stiffer and Tim Stiffer. And Listifer. <laughs> and Listifer. And Lucifer yeah. if he was and on. Lucifer. It doesn't yeah. work for Sheba, but she's got enough syllables on her own. Yeah. 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 That's true. That's true. <laughs> and if we had Lucifer on, we could finally figure out if Mephisto was behind it all. <laughs> it was, it's Lucifer, not Lucifer. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> this is true this is true uh let's see folks just a quick reminder before we do jump into our news today uh about mcu tv john tell everybody about mcu tv folks it's an opportunity for tim to really fanboy about moon Knight. <laughs> um and where's the really lie makes- it makes Tim feel good about Tim, but also we talk about Moon Knight. <laughs> so yes. many benefits. Yes, we do. Uh, we, we actually talk about whatever the show du jour is oh, yeah, we, we, we for do. Marvel on Disney Plus, but yeah. We do. And then, like, Tim, Moon Knight's going to be done, and you're going to cry and go off in a corner. Yep. And meanwhile, like, Sheba's got like a calendar where she's ticking off the days until Miss Marvel. This is true. Um, and then I I just need to like acknowledge I'm no longer the showrunner at that point. Because <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter if I put to go there a show outline, she was going to run the show on Ms. Marvel. And that's fine. She should. Yeah, as well she should. Yes. Oh, as well she should. Like, I'm just going to give up all control. Yeah, we all agree on that. We, we, I'm not even on it, but I agree. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. No, I mean, it's a foregone conclusion. I'm okay with it. Yeah. For sure. Uh, John, Lizzie. Yes. On to our news. Yay. It's my favorite phrase. <laughs> All right. Uh, so what we have here, uh, actually three quick news items. Then we're going to go to some uh, kind of short discussion stuff that kind of popped up because there really is not a lot of news this week. Um, we are in this uh, uh, Moon Knight uh, pre-Doctor Strange 2 bubble where Marvel Studios really isn't putting out a whole heck of a lot. Uh, first item here, uh, Funko Pop put out a uh, listing of their uh, uh, upcoming product runs here, uh, one of which is, is for Ms. Marvel. And it actually includes uh, a uh, a character of Captain Marvel, which I don't think anyone is surprised that Captain Marvel is going to be in Ms. Marvel. Any surprises? 
New. Yeah. No. Yeah, I didn't think so. Uh, comicbook.com reports that uh, Laura Donnelly, and we talked about Laura Donnelly being cast um, uh, maybe like a month ago or so uh, for the Werewolf by Night Halloween special. Um, she is uh, apparently going to be cast. She is is apparently cast as Elsa Bloodstone. Elsa Bloodstone in the comics is an original member of the Midnight Suns. So we're just it just looks like we're going further down the path of getting us to the Midnight Suns, which makes me stupid, giddy, happy. I don't know about the rest of you. Is anyone else stupid, giddy, happy like me? No, you're. Okay. Didn't think so. Your, yeah. your stupid giddy happiness is infectious, but <laughs> we are living vicariously through you at this point. Yeah, I mean, again, Tim, remember when it comes to things like the Midnight Suns and Moon Knight or for Sheba and Ms. Marvel, I'm going to live vicariously through you and just count the days till we get X-Men. Oh, I know. <laughs> you're, you're, yeah. You've been holding your breath so long, you've actually turned into a Smurf. No, I, well, Tim, you missed you missed the obvious connection. I turned blue, like beast, like beast. Or, yeah, yeah. Uh, and our last news item, because like truly, this is how quick it goes. Uh, Entertainment Weekly did a uh, an interview with Paul Bettany, and they asked him about the return of Vision to the MCU. And uh, in his response, he said. Quote, at the end of WandaVision, you see Vision fly off, and that's a loose end. Kevin Feige is a man that doesn't allow loose ends. <laughs> Done. There it is. Uh, there that's is some speculation cool. that he uh, may be in WandaVision, or WandaVision. He is in WandaVision. Uh, that he may be in Doctor Strange 2. Uh, we do know he is referenced in there from uh, one of the trailers that we got where, where Wanda says something like, yeah, Vision said the multiverse is bad. <laughs> I I don't know. So will we see Vision? Will we see the white Vision? I don't know. No idea. But that's it. We'll find out in like 10 days. Yeah. So um, a, a few little things for us to talk about here uh, on the show. First of all, what do you guys think... Um, Would you be in favor of Disney Plus changing their release methodology to putting everything out there so you could just binge it all at once? Or do you prefer the week the weekly release of an episode? And why? Mm. Essay form, please. With a drawing. <laughs> so oh, John go. I I've got a three point plan. For this, Timothy. Um, and let me say it first. I love America. And I love Disney. <laughs> uh, no, I don't. I. One, I don't have. Like, even if it came out all at once, I don't have time to binge like some folks do. So mm -hmm. if they change the format. Within the morning of waking up, I'd have all the spoilers and so I'd have to wait six to eight weeks to stay off any form of social media because that hit spoilers. I mean, it's bad enough that I don't watch most of the Disney Plus shows until Thursday evening. And even then I'm getting spoilers. 
um, at that point. Not for me. Also, not not for, for me. Not from Sheba. Not for and me not either. Um, I don't also, do any. No, no, no. You don't. But I mean, oh, okay, okay. The, the consensus across social media of like the number of people that spoil stuff like that. Um, but like, we also all grew up in the week by week episodic. You know, the you finish an episode, you're like, oh man, I gotta wait a whole week for the next one. There is something great about that. I yeah. get the binge culture. Um, but I, I actually, as much as I'm like, oh, I want it all right now, there's part of me that really enjoys having to wait and see what happens next. It's the the anticipation that builds that you just don't get if you wait the 20 seconds to hit the next episode. Mm-hmm. Lizzie. I feel a couple different ways about it because I do love Netflix and there are uh, like for Bridgerton is an example is they release that, you know, all at once. And then with season one, like the fervor kind of died down eventually with season two, very different. Like the fervor is still going like my TikTok is Bridgerton, all Bridgerton all day long, honestly, like it still is. And it's been a month. So I think depending on the show, because if you're thinking from a a business model, then you'd want to keep like that water cooler energy throughout a six week stint or an eight week stint. But if, if the show is, I don't know, like what I think WandaVision was, it wouldn't die down as fast as, you know, just, Oh, we all watched it over a weekend. Like I think what happened with like stranger things season three, maybe, or some of the other Netflix shows we'd, we'd like get really excited and then they'd launch. And then it was like a weekend and everybody's seen it. Um, And not everybody, obviously, like John is making a very good point that not everybody, but uh, the majority of the people who are talking about it or reviewing it or like are watching for it have binged at least maybe three to four episodes and are aware of what's happening. Right. So like then the fervor dies down really fast. So from a business model, it makes sense to sort of like spread that out and let the water cooler energy like do its thing, which is like what I loved about being a fan of lost back in the day, right? Like you had to have that time in between episodes and the time between seasons to like think about things and have theories and whatever. So I totally, I agree on one half of my heart and my brain that like, I want to have that space and I want to like think about it and have space and watch it the next week and like wake up and do the whole thing. But there's another part of me that I love being able to just watch it all and then talk about it immediately. But we do live in a culture that's like very responsive with social media. So if you aren't protecting yourself from spoilers, you're going to get it spoiled. That's just how it's kind of how it is, which sucks. But like, we all know that like John, don't go on Twitter. The end don't go on social media. Well, no, no, no. I don't go on Twitter. Well, exactly. No one is, but (laughs) hold up. But like, um, you know, it's something that we do have to know about. So I don't know. I'm kind of split because I think it depends on the show. WandaVision, 100%. I needed it to be week to week because it is very emotional. It's so interesting and it gives us time to really like theorize, although I could have done with less of the Mephisto theorization, like get rid of it. Stop talking about it. You're killing me. But I think with something like Falcon, the Winter Soldier, I don't think that needed to have the week by week lead up. I could have watched that whole show in one day. And I don't think that it got any better by me waiting a week in between to like 
theorize. It's not a show that needs that. Moon Knight, I would say week to week. What if? Release it all at once. So I think Hawkeye, all at once. So I think maybe like you could take it show to show depending on the nature of the show if it is a show with mystery and intrigue and discussion i want that space i want to be like talking about like what did that even mean you know and like getting excited for the next episode but i think there are some that don't need it and i don't know where my marvel will land on that i have a feeling i could i could say it would be like bingeable not that that makes it better or worse than a show that I would want a weekly release. I think they're even because Bridgerton, you guys know, I've mentioned it a little in my Instagram that I sort of love Bridgerton. And that was a that was a full dump of episodes. And I, it doesn't matter. I'm so invested. So, like, it doesn't change weekly or binging doesn't change how much invested I am in the show. But I think it speaks to what the show is about and what the tone of the show is. So if they took it based on the show and what the show needs, I, I think do either one. I, you know, Liz, I'm going to say that's a fair take. I mean, and that is, you're right based on the show and thinking through. And it was when you said Hawkeye all at once. I'm like, yeah, I actually could have taken Hawkeye all at once. I would have been okay with that. But the other shows yeah. you mentioned for episodic, I'm like, yeah, no, like really did need that. So I, there is, I, I, I will change my approach i think there is a bit of a depends on the show and the formula and the type of show that it is i think that netflix could benefit from a show like stranger things getting an episodic release because i think it really needs that whereas a lot of their other shows don't and i think most networks if they took that approach and really responded to what the show needed I could I need I can't rewatch Lost. It needs space for me. I cannot watch it in a binge watch culture. But there are plenty of other shows that I think if we were living in a now culture, a sitcom, you could do the whole thing. You know, Friends in, e- easily could be that way if we were living in a now if those shows were living in a now culture. Um, but I, I think it really because we're getting into more of a like, what does the story need? Does it need six episodes? Does it need eight episodes? Does it need 24 episodes? We're we're having those conversations or the studios are. So I think this is the next frontier to like say, what is the best way for this to be released? What does the audience need from the release of this show? And if they're not, obviously hire me and I will help you because I think I just nailed all of the Disney Plus shows. Okay. <laughs> No, you know, all fair takes. Uh, I mean, of, of course, I think it would be difficult for, uh, you know, Marvel Studios to gauge what they would want to release all at once versus what they would want to release episodically. But I do like, Lizzie, your thought of, you know, hey, if, if there is some kind of intrigue in there that's unfolding, that that could be something that's indicative of it. Um, I, I, I do like um, the ability to to kind of digest the episodes, especially, I mean, there is a lot in them. There, there is a lot going on. Um, That said, there's also fairly complex shows that I can just, you know, binge through and and be okay with that. So um, I don't know. I don't, I I mean, I'm, I'm, I I think for the Marvel stuff and and even for the Star Wars stuff, I, I, I prefer the episodic approach. Um, it's also a bit of a generational question because I think we were raised on episodic television totally. and I think this generation is not raised on episodic television and it's they're raised on both and they have the option and they're yeah. seeing, you know, very different 
you know, offerings from different streaming platforms. And so they really do have a different take on it and a different relationship with episodic where I think the three of us were mm-hmm. raised on that. Mm-hmm. And it is comforting right. to us to have a model that represents what we were raised with. So does it serve yeah. the project or is that how we were raised? Yeah. And and I will say, I mean, and Lizzie to that, I mean, my kids, I would say, I mean, there are some that they're, used to back and forth but i mean they especially my daughter still watches a few shows on og network tv mm-hmm. that are 100 percent, you know episodic um yeah. and you know however she freely admits she's like uh like i'm like four episodes behind i'll just binge and catch up on those uh right. where, where we're going up it. if you missed one you were right. out that was it right. unless you vcr'd it you were out right Yep. But so even that, like the culture of them interacting with shows is different because they can binge watch it and yeah. we were never able to. So even if they're watching an episodic, they could bank shows and watch it in a binge way because that is yep. something that they're comfortable with. Yep. 100%. So it's a generational issue as well, I think. Yep. Get off my lawn. <laughs> uh, so our, our next topic here. Um so legal issues aside, we've talked about distribution of, of the Hulk as a solo film and all that kind of stuff and all the issues with that. Um, but if this were to happen, and I'm, I'm going to throw a couple options out there. You can choose a third option if, if, if you want to. You, you always have that freedom here. Um, but here's a couple options. Which would you prefer? Would you pre- prefer a uh, more of a comedic uh, buddy cop type of movie think like a venom type of thing where the personalities can still talk to each other um or a psychological thriller um about the hulk and banner personalities and and i do want to toss a credit here to screen rant on this because i actually got the idea from an article that i read that that they had um so what 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 do you guys think what what would be your preference buddy cop buddy cop i i don't know how to describe it i want the TV show, you know, we kind of grew up in with it wasn't necessarily a psychological thriller, you know, but there was a huge mental psychological aspect mm. to the show. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, I mean, every episode, the walking away music as he's hitchhiking and like just that little like, you know, piece and like the guy who's always out of place and you're like, oh, man. Banner's just trying, he's always trying to do the right thing. He's trying to help other people, but he's just always like going to be that loner guy. Like, I I mean, again, going back to the last topic of the nostalgia, that's what I want. Yeah. Um, I, a buddy cop would have to grow on me Mm -hmm. um, because it's not what I grew up with when it comes to Hulk. Um, I'd be more comfortable with to a degree with a psychological thriller, but like, no, I want that, you know, both the Hulk and the banner both being out of place with where they're at. Yeah. I, I think that, uh, you know, b- before we got smart Hulk, um, I would have definitely said, yeah, you know, the psychological thriller aspect I, I would have loved. Now, of course there's nothing saying that they can't revert, uh, Hulk slash banner to that more, uh, um, adversarial type of thing that, that Jekyll and Hyde thing. 
which I think would make for a cool psychological thriller, especially if they're able to hear each other, if they can communicate, you know, within their mind. Um, I, I, I think that could be pretty cool and also rather terrifying. Uh, They could make something like horror esque out of Hulk, like as his minds, minds collectively are just spiraling out of control. I like that they're separate, though. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I get that with Professor Hulk, we're getting like this, this like hybrid of the two. But I like that when people are interacting, I like that the idea of when they're interacting with Hulk or Bruce, they're getting Hulk or Bruce. And so like I. Hmm. Hmm. I guess I was thinking buddy cop in the sense of like Thor Ragnarok has Thor and Hulk performing a buddy cop sort of like Mm. relationship, both Bruce and Hulk, like they're funny, but -hmm. they're also like dealing with, you know, what the seriousness of the, of what the threat is. Mm -hmm. But I don't know that I would want them interacting with each other. That's so weird. And it is like venom. I don't want him to be venom. I don't want anyone to be Venom. I'd like Venom to be Venom in the MCU. It's what I'd like to like, you know what I mean? I don't want him to take on those kinds of things. That doesn't seem authentic to his character. Except for what we saw in Infinity War, which felt really weird because that's not how we've seen Hulk interact with Bruce. Right, right. Okay. So that is Uh, my answer. (laughs) Third one. Um, And we're going to keep this one short. Uh, do you think, and we've talked about a lot of potential, uh, teams that the MCU could be setting up when we look at a lot of the different characters. And of course, in the comics, there's like a gazillion different permutations of teams that, you know, there can be eight people on the team, uh, and then they change out one person and they call themselves a completely different team. So, I mean, there's, there's all sorts of this and, you know people from the X-Men jump into the Avengers and, and back and forth and, you know, weird stuff like that. Uh, so there is, uh, th- there's another Avengers team, another iteration of the Avengers team. There's many iterations, just like the X-Men of the Avengers teams in the comics. Uh, this one premiered in 2015 in the comics. And of course the, the, the title of this was the all new, all different Avengers. Now, of course they wouldn't, name themselves that because that's kind of silly. Um, Although it is one of those things that I could see one of the characters saying, well, I guess we're kind of the, you know, all new, all different Avengers, right? Um, Yeah. So (laughs) this team, um, I think could absolutely make sense absent one character, which they can swap out with another character that we're going to be getting on um, Disney plus pretty soon um, or with, well, another character that already exists. Um, that one being Tony Stark uh, slash Iron Man. I, I think they could swap him out with either War Machine or um, uh, or Iron, uh, Ironheart. Um, mm-hmm. But so the all new, all different Avengers had uh, Tony Stark, Sam Wilson as Captain America, Jane Foster as Mighty Thor, Vision, uh, Kamala Khan uh, as Ms. Marvel, uh, the Miles Morales version of Spider-Man and the Sam Alexander version of Nova we know we're getting almost all of these characters. The only one we actually don't have that we don't know for certain that we're getting is the Miles Morales version of Spider-Man. Um, but, but don't we know we are? Well, I, we, we heavily anticipate it. Um, so I don't know. What, what, what do you guys think? Do you think we may get 
another Avengers team? Might, might they reassemble the Avengers just in a, a different format like this? I think we're going to, and it's hard because we don't have anything on the books for a Avengers team up movie. Um, not that we know of, not that we know of. So, I mean, I do think eventually with Kang, we're going to see something. Mm -hmm. Um, we're seeing little team ups here and there. Um, Tim, I, and with that in mind, um, and knowing that it wasn't the uh, all new, all different Avengers, just with Kang, you know, you got to figure, you know, Ant Man, Wasp, or is it Cassidy, Casey, who's his daughter? Oh, uh, uh, Casey, I think. Casey, um, you know, would play. Um, a role. Yeah. I mean, we, we, and it maybe, it, you know, honestly for it, any of those combinations make sense. Uh, sure. all depends on contracts, which yeah. is the unfortunate, uh, you know, kind of answer to it. But, you know, we could see Kate Bishop as Hawkeye come in. We could mm -hmm. see Moon Knight. We could see the new Black Panther. I mean, there, there's a lot. I mean, there's a lot of characters that are already out there um, who may play a role. The only one I don't care about because I don't care about the character at all is Nova. So, um, I just yeah. Don't know. Now, I, I will put out there. Kevin Feige did mention in an interview, like I don't know, three or four years ago, that there would be another Avengers style film. But like that was it. That's the only mention we ever got of it. That could have changed since then. We don't know. But he's also talked about not wanting to do a lead in like he did with Infinity Endgame, Infinity War Endgame into that like sort of big, huge thing. He's talked very mm -hmm. much about that and that this being like a diversification and a, a like um, what is the word I'm thinking of where everything is a dispersed, a dispersed kind of like the superhero people are everywhere. And so like, they're not really banding together and creating teams or we're getting these origin stories all over the place. So, I mean, I could see it happening in like eight years. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Like very far in the future. Obviously I think he's going to want to go there, but I think we're talking very far in the future because we're yeah. really at a point in time where we're seeing like, I think multiverse is the closest we're going to get for a while of like something that has a lot of different people that is impactful in a, in a way that we don't even know yet. Cause we haven't seen the movie, but like, I, I think it's going to be like eight to 10 years away. I think that's when they're, it's going to be like phase seven is going to be when they even consider to do that. And it's going to be a completely different slate of people. That's yeah. what it feels like to me. That's just a yeah. prediction. It's not, I don't know anything. <laughs> well, Liz, none of us know anything on this. Some of us know some True. things, but we don't know anything. True. Exactly. Um, I, I mean, I, we're definitely going to be getting some other team up. We've, we've talked about, uh, what the young Avengers, uh, the champions, um, 
we've talked about um, the Thunderbolts. We, we, we've talked about all sorts of, of different things. And, you know, and it, the Thunderbolts, I don't even know if that's possible now. I mean, of course, they could recast the character, but, you know, the actor who played oh. General Ross passed away. So, and, and that's why they're called the Thunderbolts, because he's nicknamed Thunderbolt Ross. Uh, so, I mean, he couldn't have put things into play before, his, before they take him true. out of the story. True. Or recast him. Yeah, yeah. Um. We actually just talked about the Midnight Suns a little while ago. Uh, so there are a lot of opportunities for other team ups. I think we are definitely going to going to get them. And I think that there's going to be um, kind of a, a, a gap uh, because, you know, we're, we're presumably going to be done with Guardians of the Galaxy. The Avengers are done as we've known them. So now it's like couples. You know, you've you've got Wanda and Vision. You've you've got um, Sam and Bucky. You've got you know. So they're they're taking like two characters and sticking them together and and, and doing a thing with them. Um, you know, we may see more. Obviously, we're going to see a bunch of characters come together uh, in Doctor Strange too, but not really as a team or as a regular team. So, uh, you know, it's 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 going to be interesting. And and I, I think that there is a vacuum. I think that people do like the the big team up movies. Um, so I'm pretty sure we are going to be getting more of them. I think what happened is we earned those with the Infinity Saga. We earned our team up movies. And I think right now we've we've dispersed and now we have to earn it again. So who knows how long it'll take, but we have to earn them meeting each other. And we haven't done that. Yeah. And I also want to say if they don't bring, okay, I'm going to say this right now, Kevin Feige, you know, we know you're listening. Please do not recast Thunderbolt Ross and instead bring in Liv Tyler as his daughter who takes over the mantle in a completely different role than in the comics. I don't care about the comics. I'm not talking about the comics. I'm talking about what I want to have happen with Liv Tyler entering the MCU. Thank you very much. And she starts the Thunderbolts. The end thesis statement. (laughs) (laughs) all right we're gonna end the episode with that folks uh thank you once again for joining us uh for guardians of the mcu please do uh check us out for our second episode of the week later this week where we'll kind of be doing a profile-ish type of thing uh along with more discussion and uh and then uh remember to check out uh mcu tv later this week as we'll be talking about episode five the penultimate episode of Moon Knight. That's all we got. Take care, folks.